It was a personal tragedy that started the timeline. After Boyd Mallet died of a sudden heart attack in 1955, his 10-year-old son, Ronald, made a promise. He would find a way to travel back in time to warn his dear father of what was going to happen. It was a mission inspired partly by a copy of H.G. Wells' The Time Machine, which Ronald discovered a year after his father's passing. This is between fact and fiction. Time travel is the concept of movement between certain points in time, typically using a hypothetical device known as a time machine. Time travel is a recognized concept in philosophy and fiction. Some ancient myths depict skipping forward in time. Early science fiction stories feature characters who sleep for years and awaken in a changed society. When the Sleeper Awakes, 1899 by H.G. Wells, prolonged sleep like the more familiar time machine is used as a means of time travel in these stories. Decades long and centuries long sleep is featured in many ancient myths all around the world. Like forward time travel, backward time travel has an uncertain origin. Samuel Madden's memoirs of the 20th century is a series of letters from British ambassadors in the 1997 and 1998 to diplomats in the past, conveying the political and religious conditions of the future. Charles Dickens' A Christmas Carol, 1843, is an early depiction of time travel in both directions, both Christmases past and future. Edward Everett Tales, Hands Off, 1881, tells the story of an unnamed being, possibly the soul of a person who has recently died who interferes with ancient Egyptian history by preventing Joseph's enslavement. This may have been the first story to feature an alternate history created as a result of time travel. One of the first stories to feature time travel by means of a time machine is the clock that went backward by Edward Page Mitchell, which appeared in the New York Sun in 1881. Some theories, most notably special and general relativity, suggest that suitable geometries of space-time or specific type of motion in space 
might allow time travel into the past and future. Relativity predicts that if one were to move away from the Earth and return, more time would have passed on Earth than for the traveler. So in this sense, it is accepted that relativity allows travel into the future. In some sense, According to relativity, there is no single objective answer to how much time has really passed between the departure and the return. But there is an objective answer to how much proper time has been experienced by both the Earth and the Traveler. How much each has aged. On the other hand, Many in the scientific community believes that backward time travel is highly unlikely. Any theory that would allow time travel into the past would introduce a potential problems of causality. A classic example of causality is the grandfather paradox, in which inconsistencies emerge through changing the past. The name comes from the paradox common descriptions as a person who travels into the past and kills his own grandfather, preventing the existence of their father or mother, and therefore their own existence. Any inconsistency in the past events may be regarded as a grandfather paradox. Some scientists, though, believe that paradoxes can be avoided by appealing the notion of branching of parallel universes. Time travel is theoretically allowed using the following methods. Traveling faster than the speed of light the use of cosmic strings and black holes and wormholes. So, if time travel is a possibility, why haven't we met any time travelers? This was the question Stephen Hawking advanced on, but it misses something. What if we have met time travelers without even knowing? Or what if we met them but didn't believe them? As the world marks the passing of the back of the future, fictional future, it has almost forgotten as much as the famous series of predictions which started 16 years ago. It was in the year 2000, on November the 2nd, that a man calling himself John Titor logged into an obscure internet discussion and posted this message, and quote, Greetings, 
I am a time traveler from the year 2036. I am on my way home after getting an IBM 5100 computer system from the year 1975. My time machine is a stationary mess. Temporal displacement unit manufactured by General Electric. The unit is powered by two top spin dual positive singularities that produce a standard offset Tapler Senesoid. I will be happy to post pictures of the unit. End quote. Question followed. Teetered answer them. Some copiously, some cryptically, and he did indeed post pictures of his machine. Mounted like Back to the Future's car though it was a 1967 Chevrolet, rather than a DeLorean. Between November 2000 and March 2001, he answered many more questions. At one point, he was even interviewed on a national talk radio show. He described his time machine in detail, even posting pictures of its user's manual. A small internet cult grew up around him. Then one day, he was gone, leaving his acolytes to pick up over the remains. Today, there are little shrines of his name all across the internet. But who was he, really? Titor's actual target was the year 1975. He was making a stopover in 2000 for personal reasons. He was a member of the military unit, tasked with retrieving items from the past, which could help society back on its feet. Plenty of people were skeptical of all this, but Titor didn't really care. My goal is not to be believed, he said. He also said, perhaps I should let you all on a little secret. No one likes you in the future. This time period is looked at as being full of lazy, self-centered, civically ignorant sheep. Perhaps you should be less concerned about me and more concerned about that. And then, there was his reason for traveling. Titor claimed that he had been sent back to 1975 to retrieve an IBM 5100 computer, which was needed to debug aging machines still used in 2036. Titor claimed that the 5,100 was needed in the future due to a special feature which IBM did not publicly announce. Bob Duke, an engineer who helped design it, confirmed that such feature existed. The 5,100 has the rare ability to emulate programs in older languages used by IBM mainframes. So Titor 
was at least a very well-informed hoaxer, a computer scientist or enthusiast who used his knowledge very well. For a few years, John Titor's legend passed around the net, drawing power from the paranoia of the Bush years. A company called John Titor Foundation started selling merchandise and even a book called John Titor, A Time Traveler's Tale. There was a brief period where his predictions weren't yet due. But then, 2004 arrived, and there was no civil war. The Olympics were not cancelled. Western stability did not collapse, and Macau disease did not become rampant. After the failure of these predictions, most of the Jean Titor activity online died down but not all of it. In 2009, a report by John Houston, who runs the Hoax Hunter website, named Larry Haber, a Florida entertainment lawyer, and John Rick Haber, his computer scientist brother, as the men behind John Titor. Time travel will continue next season. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed the show, leave a review on iTunes. And if you're on SoundCloud, hit the like button and share with your friends. And if you want to know more about me and the show, visit my website. That's betweenfactandfiction.org That's concluding season one of my series of exploring strange phenomena. I sincerely hope you enjoyed this finale and it was worthy of your time. Happy holidays, everyone. Till the next time.